let's get ready to study God's Word. another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into this devotional. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your goodness to us. We thank you for your persistent love, your persistent mercy. Help us, Lord, that we will open our eyes and that we will avail ourselves of the great sacrifice that's been made for us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our study is entitled, Pursuing Repentance at All Costs. And the verses we're going to use are 1 Kings 21, 25, and 26. And it says, But there was none like unto Ahab which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of the Lord, whom Jezebel, his wife, stirred up. And he did very abominably in following idols, according to all things, as did the Amorites, whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. Pursuing Repentance at All Cost In 1 Kings 21, we get a summary of the life of Ahab. And it's pretty significant. Ahab has done a lot of bad things. Just saying there was none like Ahab, which did sell himself to work wickedness. Right? He brought Baal worship into Israel. Right? Up to that point, they had done golden calves and all these other kinds of things. But he brought an established religion of Zidon. He married Jezebel and allowed her to run the religious um, services because a lot of heathen services had priestesses. Okay. Now, Ahab had an issue in the time of the, the test on Carmel. Ahab had issues... At other times, when he went with Jehoshaphat, there were a lot of times where Ahab had issues. But God was still trying to call him, to pull him. And I don't think we appreciate that enough. God was still trying to pull him. God was willing, despite all that he had done, to bring him to repentance. And I think that's important for us. Too many times we get caught up in the doing of Christianity. We get caught up in being in the right place, doing the right things, wanting the right things. And these things are all important in the right context. But first and foremost, salvation is accepting the sacrifice that Christ has made for us. And then out of love, doing whatever he asks us. If we do it in that order, things will be easier. Yes, there's going to be a struggle. 
Yes, the great controversy is raging. Yes, when we're sitting around in the midst of a lot of wickedness on the planet today, it can be easy to get caught up in things. But the solution to being caught up in those things is not simply to not do bad stuff, right? When, when Joseph said, how can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? His focus was on his relationship with God. Yes, he mentioned that Potiphar's wife was Potiphar's wife and not his. Yes, he mentioned that he couldn't do that. But the anchor of his relationship was not the doing. That was how the relationship operated. The doing came as a consequence of the surrender. If you want to see just how much God was pulling to get Ahab, I want you to look at this. Let's go to 1 Kings 21 and we'll start at 17. Okay, so this is after Ahab has killed Naboth. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, which is in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, whither he has gone down to possess it. And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Hast thou killed and also taken possession? And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus saith the Lord, In the place where dogs licked the blood of Naboth, shall dogs lick thy blood, even thine. And Ahab said unto Elijah, Hast thou found me, O mine enemy? And he answered, I have found thee, because thou hast sold thyself to work evil in the sight of the Lord. Behold, I will bring evil upon thee, and will take away thy posterity, and will cut off from Ahab him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up and left in Israel. That's basically saying all the men, all of the male descendants. And I will make thine house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Baasha, the son of Ahijah, for the provocation wherewith thou hast provoked me to anger and made Israel to sin. And of Jezebel also spake the Lord, saying, The dog shall eat Jezebel by the wall of Jezreel. Him that dieth of Ahab in the city, the dog shall eat. And him that dieth in the field, shall the fowls of the air eat. Then we get to our verse. But there was none like unto Ahab, which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of the Lord, whom Jezebel his wife stirred up. And he did very abominably in following idols, according to all things, as did the Amorites, whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. And it came to pass, when Ahab heard those words, that he rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his flesh, and fasted, and lay in sackcloth, and went softly. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Seest thou how Ahab humbleth himself before me? Because he humbleth himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his days, but in his son's days will I bring the evil upon his house. That's very interesting, because 
Here we have Ahab done so much wickedness. The message that he's given is right after he's killed someone and taken their land. And yet God comes with a message that is hard. But he sees in that message a call to repentance. And he actually repents. It is unfortunate that he did not stay in that mode, that this doesn't represent a change of his direction. But it applies to us. God is calling us in all the circumstances of life, sometimes when things are hard and sometimes where things are more straightforward. And we have to be willing to accept the call of repentance. We have to be willing to accept the call of repentance. Just note that in that repentance, the punishment upon his house got deferred one generation because he repented truly. Let us take the opportunity to repent of our sins and our weaknesses and our challenges. And let us ask God for help that he's eager to give us, that we'll be able to move forward by his grace. Right? It's not just about doing. Doing is important, but it's not just about doing. The focus on doing can create such tension when the focus on relationship will lead to the doing. 1 Kings 21-25 says, But there was none like Ahab, which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of the Lord, whom Jezebel his wife stirred up. And he did very abominably in following idols, according to all things, as did the Amorites, whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. He could have ended his career on a better note, but God was willing to give him every opportunity for repentance. And in this particular case, he took it. Let's pray to close. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for mercy and goodness. We ask you to help us that we will be willing to repent, that we'll listen to your voice, that we will ask you for help, rely on you for the help that we need to avoid the things that are besetting us, the things that are challenging us. You are so willing to give us what we need, especially spiritually, but also materially. And we just need to be alert and attentive to your appeals for repentance. Please bless us and keep us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at biblequestions at asbzone.com. We look forward to hearing from you whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom Podcast, where Robert and I discuss Bible stories and topics together. We've done several stories on Ahab. Both of these podcasts can be found on over a dozen platforms, including Spotify, Pandora, and much more. Please remember our ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word.